bakes, aches, late wakes, foggy ways, java cupcakes, a pleading wish to thaw the snowy river, anchorage, less comfy sun rays, extra hurting muddy ground grains, quivering efforts to wear a crimply Cheshire cat grin, true, not fake. Zephyr could not be sweetened, tis the damn season. A bonafide tailor's phrase couched, winter time at my hometown. A little hint of changing weather, along with the changing topic of the day. The dose response relations or the dose response curves. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concept crystal clear. If you rarely find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Dose-response relationships or the dose-response curves, the two different components that make up these curves or relations, they are first the dose-plasma concentration relation or the curve and second, the plasma concentration response relation or the plasma concentration response curve. Now you have to understand that as the dose increases, the response also increases. Finally, we get the dose response curve in the form in the shape of a rectangular hyperbola. And if we plot the same thing on the logarithmic scale, the shape changes to an S, capital S shaped or better to call it sigmoid shaped curve. Now there are so many advantages of having this logarithmic shape or the sigmoid shape. The most important one is the mid one third linear zone where multiple doses can be plotted and compared. A wide range of doses can be plotted on the same curve. The middle portion, it signifies and helps to find the capital ED50, that is the effective dose. It is the 50% of the maximum response. And one thing you must remember is that it is indirectly proportional to the drug potency. Lower the ED50, higher the drug potency. What extra advantages can we get from this sigmoid logarithmic curve? A good comparison amongst the agonists, antagonists, they can be done and it can be studied. My holy grail of today's dialogue is to explain terms like drug potency, drug efficacy, in context of the dose response curve. Now drug potency is determined by the point of the dose response curve or we can abbreviate it as famously capital DRC 
where it corresponds to the axis of the dose. A good to define sentence for this is that drug potency is the amount of drug needed to produce a certain response. The shifting of the capital DRC holds great importance in relation to the dose axis. The right shift signifies the low potency, while the left shift it signifies the higher potency. A great parameter to note with this knowledge is the relative potency. Mind it, I'm not talking about the absolute potency. Relative potency means when the comparison is made amongst the doses. So one nice to make conclusion with all this concept is that when it comes to the dose choice, one cannot ignore the importance of the drug potency. Now next important parameter is the upper limit or the upper height which determines the maximum response shown by the drug. And when it comes to the choice of drug, the most prominent parameter to consider is the drug efficacy. Both high and low efficacy are clinically of great benefit. I can give you examples of both highly efficacious diuretics like furosemide they can easily mobilize the fluid of edema and another example of the low efficacious diazepam or the benzodiazepines which makes them highly safe drugs and lastly my words are all about the slope of the dose response curve or the drc if the slope of the dose response curve is steep as it is seen in so many cns depressants in drugs like aminoglycosides lithium theophylline warfarin digoxin etc a very slight or a very little change in the dose will make sea changes in the drug response great amount of changes in the drug response and then we can use this concept to individualize the doses of the drugs on the contrary if the slope of the drug is flat a great dose range brings about very slight or little response changes and very good examples for the flat slope drugs they are thiazide diuretic with these three concepts of the drug potency drug efficacy and the slope of the drug i won't make the weekend episode longer well the chase for the season 2 of my podcast is at peak now and you know soon i will be launching into it the countdown of the episodes is on and soon it will be ending now today before i depart i have few things to tell you about which i recently ventured in now first one is that i've set up a patreon page and different membership levels 
Nothing more to tell about it. You can go and visit it by yourself. The link is given in the show notes. And secondly, I've set up my new Teespring store. I've set up a broader merch with the help of the Teespring. And though I've just started on it, I will be adding many more things as and when I come up with new ideas. Meanwhile, you can just visit it with the help of the link given in the show notes. Okay, officially as the weekend vibes take over for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com where you can also subscribe for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains the latest updates about the medicines, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is pharmacology difficult? If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.